Oh my goodness, did you hear that wake-up call? Matthew 6.33 says, Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, and God provisions. That's the message, Bible. That's the life I want. How about you? I'm Kimberly, born from above believer for over 30 years, the storyteller of my life using a visionary voice, and I'm a faith coach. This podcast will fan your faith into flame, create boldness to step out, and challenge you to ask for more. There's always more. Hey people, can you help me sound the alarm to wake us up? When you choose a star, leave a review, hit subscribe, share on social media, or forward to a friend, it fires the system and turns up my volume. Your part matters. You matter. We are better together. Hello, hello. This is a good week to have a good week. Today, I'm going to share another wind word. I love how God is stirring them up and bringing them across my path. And and it's exciting about what he's doing in my life. And I hope he's doing something through yours through the same thing. So here it is. This one was titled, Do You Have a Measuring Stick? Today I'm reminded of a measuring stick. These words measuring stick had been coming out of my mouth often in the past few weeks. They'd been coming across my path as I was reading things and as I was watching things. And I knew that God was wanting to put his finger on something, but I really didn't want to know. Not just yet. I was becoming very aware of myself using a measuring using myself as a measuring stick with others, and even myself. Okay, finally, I gave in to the poking and acknowledged that God wanted my attention. So I stopped life, and I took a moment, and I'm like, okay, God, what is it? And these are the words that blew my way. You shouldn't be measuring at all. Not anyone, not even yourself. I alone have the measuring stick, and it is only seen through sin or blood. If you are in sin, there is no blood. There is no in-between. There is no measure of sin. There is no measure of blood. It is black and white to me. I love people, and my heart's cry is for them to be washed in the blood and be holy, And I have said, be holy. Love is a choice. Love is found in the blood. Love covers a multitude of sins. Do not measure. Just love. Lay down your life for love. Always. Well, for me, that brought conviction. And you know, I got to tell you, The hardest person I am on, judged the most, measured the most, is myself. Yes, if you could see me, I have my hand raised. And you know, the next people that I'm hardest on are the ones that are closest to me. Because I'm hardest on my husband after myself. And those that are in my family, 
And God has showed me in my past the reason for that is because we feel safe in their love. At least I do. That was true for me. I can be judgmental or opinionated with my husband because I trust his love for me. It's safe place. And the same with my mom and the same with my kids. I can have thoughts or even speak words of judgment about them because I trust their love for me. I want to read part of 1 Corinthians 13 verses 1 through 7 and of course I'm using the Message Bible and if you haven't heard in a previous podcast why that is it's because God spent years trying to tell me that for now for this time I am to use this Message Bible that doesn't mean that you have to use this Message Bible and I am not saying that it is 100% accurate. I'm not saying that it's a good Bible to use for a study. I realize that it's a paraphrase. But God has had my face in it for the last 10 years. And he has clearly directed me to be using this message version on this podcast and in my writings. So that is why it is. So back to 1 Corinthians chapter 13 as we know is the love chapter we're reading seven verses here we go love never gives up love cares more for others than for self love doesn't want what it doesn't have love doesn't strut doesn't have a swelled head doesn't force itself on others It isn't always me first. It doesn't fly off the handle. Doesn't keep a score of the sins of others. Doesn't revel when others grovel. It takes pleasure in the flowering of truth. It puts up with anything. It trusts God always. It always looks for the best. It never looks back, but it keeps going to the end. Now, if I look at those words and I just focus first and foremost on my relationship with God, you know, I have been born from above. God sees me through that blood of the words that he spoke to me and not through my sin. And let me tell you, I am like Paul, that I had much sin in my life, and God forgave me much. But to know that he sees me through that blood, and not that sin? God, that's a miracle. God, that's love. That he sent his son to die for me because he loved me so much. And he sent his son, his one and only son, to die for you because he loved you so much. 
And when we come to that place of faith that I talked about last week, when we come to that face, that place that we are submitting and that we are washing in that blood, that we've been convicted of who we wear, and we become born a different way, born from above, forgiven, adopted, set free. He sees us through that blood. He never gives up on us because love never gives up. He cares more about us than he does for himself. He doesn't want from us what we don't have. He knows the end from the beginning, so he knows where we are, and he knows what we're going to say, and he knows what we're going to do, and he loves us anyway, because he sees us through that blood. God doesn't strut, God doesn't have a swelled head, and God doesn't force himself on others. Okay, where are we going to go with that one? God doesn't force himself on others. I've heard it said so many times that, you know, God won't do anything to you that you don't want to happen. I think that's crap. Yep, I said that on my podcast that I don't believe that to be true. God is big. God is sovereign. I am little. His will shall be done in my life. There are things that I don't want to happen, but they happen anyway. And even when I've gone to an altar call for our ministry time or whatever you want to say, I have experienced many people telling me, oh, don't worry. If you don't want that to happen, it won't happen to you. Well, the very first time that I was what they call slain in the spirit, fell down under the power. I don't know what you want to call it, but I fell to the floor. And I had been in a meeting, and I had watched another woman go forward for prayer, and that happened to her, and I wasn't going. And I heard the voice of God tell me to get up out of my chair and go up there and get prayer. I said no. I felt extremely convicted, and I got up out of my chair. But I said, God, I'm not doing that. That's not happening to me in front of all these people. And there was a couple, and they prayed for me. And it was like the spins. I don't know about you, but in my past, I've been drunk. And if you've been really drunk, you can you feel what they call the spins. You know, your eyes are closed and, and you're not moving, but your head on the inside is spinning around and you're about to fall down and pass out. When this these people were praying for me, I could feel the love of God pouring into me, but I began to feel those spins. And I planted my feet firmly, and I said I was not going to fall. And you already know what happened. I fell. And God said to me, I am God, 
you are not. My will be done. So, I believe God's boss. And I believe that his will shall be done in my life, should be done in my life, and that I need to die to myself so that it can be done in my life. Okay. Now, I want to take these few words and I want to put them towards loving myself because I've already said to you that that was the hardest part to love myself. It says love never gives up. Do I give up on myself? Oh, so very many times I've given up on myself. There's been times before I became born from above that I often thought of suicide. That's giving up on yourself. There are so many times where I have fallen into despair or bad habits or things that help me to escape from the real, real world because I've given up on myself. But God intervened. I commune with him. He forgave me just as I was. Loves me for, for who I am and who he knows I can be. So if he is building me up, if he has shown me that I am his creation, his work of art, his masterpiece, and so are you. I can't give up on me because he won't give up on me. You can't give up on you because he won't give up on you. You can't run from God like Jonah and the whale. You will, he will bring you to a place that something will swallow you up to bring you into submission to his will. One of my favorite messages was, don't be fish vomit. Don't run from God. Run to him. So I want you to go. Go look at your 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and compare it to how God loves you, how he sees you through the blood and not your sin. Look at it in the way how you love yourself, that you never give up on you, that you care for yourself, that you don't want something you don't have. What does that mean? Maybe for you it means, you know, I want bigger hips and not skinny hips. Maybe it means I, I want fat lips and not thin lips. I want long hair, not short hair. I don't know what it is for you. But don't want what you don't have. You are God's masterpiece. Don't fly off the handle at yourself. Don't put yourself down. Don't keep a record of your wrongs. It says here that love takes pleasure in the flowering of truth and puts up with anything. God's truth can be on the inside of you and it will help you to put up with anything. I want you to look in the mirror 
and I know I'm probably speaking to women with this, but look in those eyes and see what God sees. Believe the best of you. It says, always looks for the best. God's love, love always looks for the best. Look at you. Look for the best. See what God sees. Never look back, but yet keep going to the end. That's our wake up today. Our wake up is to see you as God sees you. Then we can begin to use that measuring stick, God's love. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. If you go to 633-wakeup.com, I repeat, 633-wakeup.com, you will find more about me, the free sign-up for WinWords, faith coaching information, and my contact page. Come on, connect us together. We're always better together.